0: All right, I'm just going to do this. Welcome to Solid 60, episode 22. It is the 1st of September, 2018. We're well into this. Um, I'm going to just talk about whatever pops into my head today. I've got a kind of a blue sky approach. I have been thinking a lot today about a few of the podcasts I've listened to and a few arguments I've had online and a couple of YouTube videos I watch, which is kind of my existence right now. It sounds like it's largely based either online or through listening and viewing content that comes to me through my phone. So I don't know if that's the healthiest lifestyle, but that's kind of what I have to make do with for now. I have been seeing both of the children when I can, which is good, and hopefully that will just blow up even more as they get older. The um, friends situation, it's up in the air, there's been all sorts of things arranged, board game nights and all that, but it always seems to fall on evenings when I'm otherwise working or or other engagements. Yeah, so that's where we're at. I'm going to just run into it head on. I haven't been to jiu-jitsu since the last podcast. Overtime this week has been insane. I'm currently doing this while I really should be taking care of business today, but uh, otherwise it's going to be Monday soon. I really have to put this out before it's overlapping with what's due. So here we are and I'm going to discuss Fact checking the fact checkers. But not just fact checking the people that fact check, but fact checking is going to go really matter. The fact checkers of the fact, like it's ridiculous. There's all these YouTube videos decrying the latest uh, bias of Snope, or there's actually a website I think called The Fact Checkers, uh, which is based, from, oh, this is it The Washington Post? I'm going to have to look that up. But basically, they've been concentrating on Donald Trump, I think fact checkers database the fact checkers Bible if I just punch it into Google there's a lot of different uh, possible links there I uh, say so the fact checkers Bible is a book so that's probably not what I'm looking for by Sarah Harrison Smith if I go to if I just delete the Bible part of it because obviously I'm not going to be able to read a book online fact checker Washington Post that's a section of the Washington Post website it looks like it's free uh, they've got ads why not let's make it free hey someone's paying them I don't have to uh, I reckon if I started visiting a website on a daily basis I might think about it I should have really put in for the Sydney Morning Herald but hey all I had to do is switch to ABC which offers similar content at no cost so all it made me do was look around which is what I'm thinking about doing with jujitsu because I'm really just not that excited about it I know I have to give it a fair shot it's funny, the ads on here, god I'm rambling already, but the first one that pops up is for a sunliner motorhome, which I don't think I've been looking for on the internet, I've just been talking about it. I've been watching YouTube videos about motorhomes, so that's probably how that knows that that's what I'm looking for. I saw a whole bunch today parked in Botany, uh, just inside like a freight container yard, so I'm guessing the people that work there on ships or something come in and just stay in the uh motorhome while they're in Sydney. I don't know, it's an interesting little lifestyle they must have. I'm sure they get paid plenty though, some nice motorhomes. Doing like, f- it was going to be three different sites today uh, but thankfully Willem stepped in to help out with one of them because it apparently it takes quite a while to do the whole thing and it would preclude me from doing the other job. The main one that I'm doing is in Lane Cove and it's a beast. There's like three, four thousand litre tanks, they don't take the entire amount but enough that I have to do a trip every single time to reload. But back to fact checking, this is pretty much Beto O'Rourke's claim on African Americans and police shootings. So it's not just Trump, I think that was a big part of it. That's what I saw in a video recently, where they interviewed the guys behind it. And I do have, as you might have heard on this very podcast, I think it was the first or second episode, a cousin. Mm who is rather alt-right. He's a big supporter of Trump, a big supporter of uh, anything that's anti-immigration, even though he has married a Japanese woman, and uh, most controversially an anti-vaxxer. So he's kind of my nemesis at the moment. We got along and I looked up to him a lot growing up, and his personification, uh, basically for me, of everything that's kind of wrong with people on the internet, But a large proportion of people who, basically, the two things that they look for to believe in something, is that it fits in with their personal narrative, it confirms their hunches and bias, and that, well, the other thing that they use is just that what's now and anything before this period of time is old and we can't learn anything from it. This sort of belief in just something being new said by someone that they vaguely believe in and, and seem to identify with that must be more correct institutional memory is very short personal memory is even shorter uh, there's a podcast by called hardcore history with see i've got the worst memory for names dan harris dan carlin there's too many harrises on my podcast but dan carlin is his own man and he uh, is still studying at university because he keeps mentioning professors. Uh, he's got awards for that podcast. The only problem with it, as I think I mentioned last time, is you can't get back. Uh, he's been going since 2005, apparently. And they are some monster, monster episodes. Like In terms of not just the length, but the uh, amount of concentration you need to have while listening to keep track of it. He, he goes on these long rants, even a question that he has for interviewees is can take five minutes so but you know they they're so well put that it's hard to kind of complain it's like well that's a really damn good question let's see where that goes it's the same with his musings on different periods of history so i could listen to them for hours and you literally have to one of the recent ones i heard i think it was about rome was over five six hours long something like that There was a five hour one and then the next one was six it was insane But now that's it. I've downloaded them all. All the ones that are available anyway. And I know there's a lot more out there because it's been going apparently for over 10 years. So where are they? I still haven't discovered that. But I'm sure I'll look into it as time goes by. And once I've run out, I'm like burning through it because of all the overtime. Though I have been switching and now and then when I'm just standing there near a tank, I'll have the YouTube on because it's a bit more random and surprising. And... Yeah, the visual side of it why not if i was on a train or something that's probably what i'd pick up because it engages your eyes as well even if it's just two people talking you've got that little bit of extra kind of sensory input you can see the body language and yeah it's just a little bit more entertaining so i was watching a lot of sort of atheists taking down people and some of the headlines were pretty funny There's a youtube channel called hard science and it just They have some good videos, but the clickbait style of writing is, uh, pretty amusing. The way they come up with, uh, stuff like they flex their facts and atheists eviscerate Muslims, like it's just way over the top in terms of colorful language and that just shows how desperate people can get to, uh, bring those clicks in, all those views. And it's a pity because it slightly undermines the content, like the, the well-considered, dry, erudite, philosophizing atheists, or whoever they have speaking, because it's not like they have anything to do with the content. They just edit it together um, and slap this sort of tabloid headline onto it. And uh, it, yeah, it really takes away a little bit from some of the content, to be honest. But hey, it's... They're the ones putting the time in to edit it. If they want to go a little bit silly and hyperbolic with the titles, then you've got to be able to see past that sometimes. sometimes. If the content's good enough, you can get away with it. There's a lot of clickbaity titles out there that really don't bring the content to match the title. That's when it can really backfire. What it was was I had a little run in last night with Nick because he decided to fat shame a recent cover girl for Cosmo who's larger than life in both sort of nature and physically and personality wise she seems she's colorful she's got the tattoos everywhere she's wearing this amazing uh different outfits but she's obviously a little bigger than most of their previous well the entire sort of list of i don't know how long they've been going more than 20 or 30 years i imagine so literally thousands of cover models and they've all been size 10s and his outrage that they put on this girl who might be a 16 or an 18 and uh, apparently that's promoting bad health and body image uh, issues aside it's not going to be good for young women because they might look up to someone that has a terribly unhealthy lifestyle now I think he's kind of overdoing it there all the red lines I'm going to have to move the speaker and when i'm editing because i don't wear headphones i'll hear the difference i had it right on my chest things have calmed down now that looks a bit healthier now that i've moved it the only problem is sitting on top of the computer there it is on and that fan is rather loud so let me know if that bothers you and i'll actually have to turn the computer off when i do this or maybe do it in my room or something it's, the other problem with this room is it's quite large and there's probably a bit of echo and I need to eventually come up with some kind of baffle system. <laughs> this system might be too evocative a word. I'm talking about just <laughs> like a fluffy, what do they call them? It's like these special things when you see them in the ABC newsrooms and recording studios. Yeah. They've got like these, uh, Dr. Carl named it. It's got some ridiculous name. Uh, that's, it. sort of baffles all the wind noise and things like that. So. I would have thought you'd only need them outside because of wind, but apparently it helps a lot indoors as well just to uh, soften the, the voices and tone down any of the extraneous noise, so I'll get there. Uh, it's not The problem is that you can't really walk into a podcasting gear shop. You can pick up a few things here and there, or any kind of... It's it's so niche. I've noticed them selling more mics and things in JB Hi-Fi and places like that. I think I even saw some in EB games, but... The problem is it's just a mic package. They don't seem to sell a lot of the uh, extra bits and pieces to improve the content. I might have to, talk. I mean, you can buy them online, but I'm just so wary about going down that rabbit hole, throwing money because it's not cheap. I'll buy things on Wish.com because it's fairly straightforward. It's just, it's a watch. I've got a bunch of watches. They're like $5 each and they look great. But one or two might not work, but the the cost is so little that it's you can take it you can uh, eat up the risk. Whereas say some expensive speaker component, microphone sock thing, who knows how much they cost. That's a, a scary nebulous, dark cloud of information that I don't have. Fact checking, I swear to God, I'm like an 85 year old the way my brain works. Why? I love how inquisitive Google is. Like, okay, we get it. You don't want to see the ad. You've clicked to close it. But why this ad? What ads do you want to see? They're so engaging. And I'll just ignore that. But I am going to the other banner ad, the Sydney 4 Drive Adventure Show, which is on at Homebush in a couple of weeks. So that will get me even more excited. It shows some commitment because I actually have to drive out there, do the whole parking rigmarole to do a mission when it's a big, big day out there. I can't imagine a motorhome show would be too crazy though it might be like a football game or a convention but it it is $25 to get in so I'll just do the Sunday it could be exciting obviously I'll still think if I get to the point mid next year which is the goal or more realistically late in the year or even the year after say 2020 and that's a nice round number to aim for 2020 have a deposit that's like even that's probably optimistic because you need uh, 20 or 30 grand for a deposit so god knows where that would come from i think i'm more aiming next year to have paid off the car 2020 to at least be floating around with some kind of some sort of deposit money sitting there and if i keep getting overtime like we are i don't know how much of a one-off this is it's a factory that uh, all the power poles got eaten through by termites so apparently it's going to take them a week to fix so we'll be just hammering away until that's done and then we might go back to like last week where I had barely any come in it was like net after child support probably like 850 so I was like ouch I cannot live and that kind of money all my dreams of saving and holidays it's all kind of gets blown away because you just like well okay rent goes and uh... doesn't leave a lot of pocket money so you really do need that overtime to to put the color back into the dreams and make them seem more achievable. But yeah, so with the fact checking stuff, if I ever finish the story, uh, Nick posted about the fat girl. Yeah, I went there. Uh, my, My sister posted because she's obviously a bit larger than life and had some issues with the way he laid into this girl and he just doubled down and was like, you know, can she even have sex? Can she exercise? he made it sound like some kind of uh, blimp stuck in a room chained to a wall like it was insane it was like high school level edge lord, ch- cringe Chad humor it was just like dude what the f-? and I had to call him out on it and uh, my brother was like dude pot kettle black and I'm like yeah I know I've been pretty offensive in my time with my humor but you know I've got a girl right here your sister my sister his cousin that is clearly going to be affected by that sort of attitude. And yeah, you want to have a healthy lifestyle, but there's got to be a better way of engaging with that rather than just making jokes about she would kill her boyfriend by getting on top and all that sort of thing. It was so juvenile. And I was like, come on, man, we're 30-something. We're not running around like we used to in the middle of the night, throwing rocks at cars and ridiculous stuff like that. We're trying to set examples, and we've got children ourselves. Let's all rise above and... That's my main issue is that as soon as I go down that road, I start sounding like the high-minded kind of people that call me out. And I'm like, where do I find the middle road? Where's the comfortable? And this is, again, something I want to talk about again uh, tomorrow when I'm on Sam Menzies' podcast or maybe when I have him on mine because we tend to double up. I think with his, he's just going to talk about potential ideas for podcasts that he wants to do. Um, And that will relate to mine because I do want to have like a fact-checking one and uh had another idea that i wrote down it's in the truck <laughs> so this is why i need to write down things when i think of it i'm like i'm not going to forget that that's an amazing idea or the piece of news that i just read or whatever it is and then i sit down blank hours later or days later i'm like yep i've got nothing so oh yeah it was biographies because i was listening to a uh, and again i mentioned this last week it was about behind the bastards so something like that but based on like Australians or make it more local. I haven't really looked for biography podcasts since I came up with that, but there must be a bunch. Sorry for the typing noises. If I just type that in. I'm not even going to do it on like the app page or anything. I'm just going to go, what is out there on Google? And look, there's a bunch of course, the best biography podcast. There's so many that they have a best of. So I might have to go and add to my long list. There's something called Great Lives from BBC4. Of course, that's going to be really good. Uh, Stories of Life. But yeah, Player FM has Best Biography Podcasts, so that's going to be a bit of a list. Yeah, there's a lot. Christ. True Stories from History. The Biography Podcast. Biography of a Grizzly. The story of Metitsi Wab, born a playful cub, orphaned young by the murder of his mother, his brothers, and sister Jesus raising himself surrounded by enemies and growing to be the fiercest creature anywhere in his vast range, although showing himself a gentleman in the Yellowstone National Park. And finally, he's laid low by a smaller, more cunning enemy, and defeated, in the end, by age and... Well, it just goes on, but that's... I can't tell if... Like a, an interesting narrative, colourful take on what really happened to this bear, or if it's like fiction... Yeah, there's a bunch. There's a whole lot of biography ones. So, because I was thinking about it, like, hang on. You see people reading biographies all the time. Like, it's a massive genre. How have I... It's just not something that's ever popped up in my trending or the most popular lists and things that I sort of mined my podcast material for. But I'll read my post about the whole fact-checking issue. Where is it? I, I I went a bit nuts this morning. Ooh, invited me to a secret group. See, this is how I get sidetracked. Bad friends. Okay, it looks like video games and stuff. It's got a PC master race meme as the cover picture. Are you starting a stream? YouTube video? Have you built a new PC? Or an overclocking tutorial? Don't be shy. Feel free to post links to your content, content in bad friends. Well, that's right up my alley. Woohoo! So, I don't know if anyone will follow up on the content that I post. The vibe seems expensive. Well, how much is it? That's out of nowhere, sorry. I was talking to Amy, a good friend who lives in Blacktown, and uh, I was trying to get her to come with me the other night to her and her boyfriend, Ben, to a... Uh, they're not married yet, weirdly enough, but we'll see how that goes. They're definitely gonna get there. They've so been going to the gym, they're both big people, like ever since I've known them, which is about five years now. And they have finally started going to the gym like every day and she seems pretty motivated to keep it up, and that's good, but she goes to a slightly different one. It's in the same area, West Point, but it's upstairs. And she said, it seems expensive. What do you pay a week? Because mine is like 16 bucks, so even though I barely ever go, it's like, eh, I can live with that expense. I really should go still, but it's not killing me like, unlike the jujitsu, where it's like, holy shit. $87 a fortnight, uh, when I'm not going at all. Uh, which is just insane. So we'll work out what to do. That's my one little minor stress thing. Also, apparently it's 10. That's nothing. That's half as much as what I pay. Uh, I'll have to find that. Oh, she gets a work discount. That's unfair, isn't it? Uh, what else am I going to go through? I've got enough content. Basically, I haven't quite finished scrolling through FARC. I don't know why I use it. I think 90% of The stuff I read is just my own sort of interest. But now and then I'll glean something from it that I'll throw into the next article. And I'm pretty much there. I've just got to finish going through the geek stuff, which I'm almost all the way back through to July. And then I'll check out entertainment. And I've already probably got all the articles that I'm going to use for that, from Reddit and things like that, like Guardians of the Galaxy being put on hold. That could be for quite a while. They were about to assemble for pre-production. They were assembling had all these guys in there building and setting up and scheduling and now they're all being sent home and told to look for new work. All because of some tweets and some idiot that decided to dig them up and yeah it's just it's very sad because it's one of the best franchises around at the moment. It's original, it's funny, the team dynamic, it's not going to be on the screen because of some tweets. I mean, I might be taking this too seriously, but I really love those films and to have to wait longer for them or to have the last one, because they're only going to do one more, to be fair, but to have that compromise somehow because of this ridiculousness is uh, pretty sad. Wesley Snipes is back. He's going to be doing a Blade reboot, apparently. I don't know if it's going to be in the MCU. He is talking to Marvel, whether it will be a TV show or what, but hopefully it's its own thing. Like Logan was, he's got two blade projects. So let's see how that plays out. It's going to be a while, but he's obviously pretty happy about it. He was really laid low for a while. there. I think his only slight comeback was in the expendables and he's kind of managed to capitalize on that and get some work happening. So good for him. Uh, what else did I have there? Ah, another zero. So I've got more than three heroes and zeros now at this point. I've got a bunch and that's when it gets like, I'm looking in now, there's probably 30 or 40 tabs and there's something really, it just weighs on me. The more tabs there, it's like a physical weight. I'm like, Oh man, this is just, I've got to get on top. I've got to get on top and pump it out. And then when I finally do get them all into the article, I can close them and it just gives me this, it's like a weight off my chest. And uh, so I'm looking forward to that. If we go back to the heroes, Katherine Johnson was going to be one. She turned 100, and she was an African-American woman who basically did a lot of the number crunching that allowed NASA to launch the first US astronauts into space by hand. She was a human computer. And she was featured in the 2016 movie Hidden Figures. And she feels fortunate to have lived so long. I'm just lucky the Lord likes me, and I like him. (laughs) So... She's managed to keep her faith, which is interesting, considering how much of an atheist uh, I am. But, you know, I can respect. One of the people I respect the most, this guy, Ruben, it baffles me how he's so religious because he's amazingly intelligent. I mean, obviously I know in the abstract, there's lots of intelligent people out there that are also religious, but he's the only one I physically know in my life. And so, yeah, I really want to sit down with him one day and be like, dude, what is going on in your head? make a wish I wanted to do a little thing on them they pop up quite a lot but Zach I've got to ask him how to pronounce his name it's like Milhalovic Milhalovic. but basically he's the Batman in in Sydney and he runs around in an actual Batmobile that he rebuilt someone offered him a ton of money for it nope he's doing his thing he's just I think he made his money from real estate and obviously that's a nice passive income so he enjoys going out and meeting kids and just being Batman so good for him and he was on seven News recently for uh, a make a wish that some kid had to meet Batman they went under the train tunnels near museum station the Joker turned up it was really cool so that counts I might be reaching because he's not like saving lives or anything but hey if I had Mark Hamill doing a similar thing count then Batman's up there for a zero I've gone with the shooting not just the suspect, he's the guy that did it I've got three articles about that there's a lot of there's a lot of replication here, watchman God see that's the first one, that's the first article I had so that's looking real old now I had an ABC one about anyway, I've got two there, that's probably enough three dead including gunman after shooting these aren't probably the latest articles these are what came out like on the day so I might have to uh, find more stuff that's been written since and has a bit more information, but his his name was David Katz, and uh, he obviously shot himself after running through at least four other victims who died on the scene, and apparently there's ten or a dozen injured. It was one of those ones where you just comes out of nowhere, sideswipes you, and you you watch this video and it's the audio is worse than anything else because you're just seeing these two kids playing a video game Madden of all things and it cuts they're sitting there smiling laughing and it cuts to like disconnected but you can still hear the screaming and the shots and just like those two aren't there anymore and they were just full of life and had so much ahead of them and now they're gone uh, because of this idiot that just couldn't handle losing so obviously he has mental health issues and I haven't read this whole thing Robertson was from Ballard two victims were identified as Taylor and yeah that spot me please I think is the the black eye, and you see his like there's a laser on his chest just before all the footage cuts I don't know if it was just what happened there like whether they cut on purpose or I'm kinda of curious how that worked because just before the shots it, it jumps to like the computer screen so I don't know if that was editing or what happened there but it's bad enough that you could hear it almost worse because the imagination is always worse than reality. Uh, but this really did happen and it's really messed up. And Thankfully, you didn't see a lot of people whinging about video games or anything. There was a lot of outrage of like, oh, I bet they're going to try and ban video games and things, but I didn't myself see any of that actually come up. It's just people being pissed off at this guy for shooting so many people for no reason. Not that there's very many good reasons, but... I mean, this is ridiculous. He was walking backwards as he fired Poindexter. That's actually someone's name. Some guy that had run off and was on crutches after spraining... Oh, sorry. A lady sprained her ankle trying to escape. So, yeah. It's just fucked up. I'll have to do a little quick thing about him. Uh, Then there was another YouTuber. That's why it's related. I mean, that one's about gaming. So I can throw that in. This other one I've got is a wrong way driver and he was a YouTube star that was selling skins for tournaments his Twitter followers knew him as McSkillet he was banned from an eSport gambling so I think it was poker related I'm not sure it was some kind of video game gambling which game was it basically he got banned from Steam or something because, oh it's was Counter-Strike, that's right Valve banned his life's work in selling slick decals or skins for virtual gaming guns and other toys So he'd got enough money to buy a bloody McLaren, then had a bunch of friends in it with him and drove headlong into a car containing a mother and daughter and they both died. So, I mean, Jesus, man, it's fucked up. I don't know how else to say it. Like, people like this should not be ever given the chance to have any kind of redemption. Like, if he'd somehow survived, you know, he should just be kept in a hole forever. There's no way out of that. That's something, doing something that horrible. So I'm pretty sure he didn't make it either. Killing himself, a 12-year-old girl, and her mother. I mean, Christ. So he, he didn't have anyone in the car with him. Uh, but he had been driving around friends recently. One person said the guy driving was his friend. was going through a hard time. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how hard your time is. Uh, then we've got... So that's three. We've got this guy. And I don't know if he counts if it's bad enough to be... Zero. I mean, I kind of feel free because a lot of my stuff on Beyond the Con, I'll crib bits and pieces from different articles. Not so much cut and paste, but like the structure of it I might keep. And this guy was accused of like high school level. In the comments, someone said that. You know, it was like high school level cut and paste and just changing a few words, which I've never done it that badly, but occasionally I've like really just gone, I've run out of time. And that's what someone was saying. I don't know if it was in the comments again on reddit maybe was where it popped up but uh they were saying look i've done this job before i know what it's like you've got like a few hours till deadline you just go out there you find something similar and you change it enough so it's your own work which is a shitty thing to do and the main problem with this one is that he was working for ign full-time nintendo reviewer i would recently been promoted to like one of the main content providers and he pulled basically word-for-word a review from a YouTuber that he thought no one would notice and no one would have watched him he only had a few thousand subs, IGN's got millions and yeah he cribbed that guy's work and used it and thankfully someone noticed And I I don't know if it was a YouTuber himself or one of his fans called it out but basically he put up his video side-by-side with the IGN video and the guy lost his job So he got his just desserts. It's something in journalism. If you're going to be that popular, you can't get away with stuff like that. People are going to find it and you're going to get called out and your career is over. And with journalism, it's pretty hard to come back from that. There was a guy who was on a true crime podcast and he ended up visiting this other dude in jail who'd killed his wife and possibly a bunch of other people. I can't remember, but basically that guy had stolen his identity as a journalist to sit there in the Caribbean and pretend that's what he was doing and meeting all these girls and just living the high life. And so the journalist went down to interview him and the ironic, I don't know if it's irony or it's just like a shitty thing that the guy couldn't really do any proper journalism with it. He was just trying to, by that point, write a book or something. But basically his career was over because he'd been busted um, pretty much making stuff up whether he was under pressure to get stuff out there on time or whatever it was he, he just there was some plagiarism and there was a lot of just complete fabrication so once you do that in that line of work and it comes back to the whole fake news thing you lose any credibility and it just can't be regained and that was where it, what it came to with the whole thing with nick and my sister and fat shaming the snopes thing wasn't part of that at all <laughs> that was just a story that I told to, like, relate that we're always at loggerheads. But the, the Snopes thing came up on another post I made. can't even remember what it was, but he basically said, you know, Snopes is about as believable as some other thing which I'd never heard of. And he posted a YouTube link. So I might have to find that and see what he was on about. I'm not confident it's going to be too, you know, convincing, but it, it made me think, well, I can't just say, look, you're full of shit, Snopes is great. I need to actually... Look this up. Has he got a point? And I found a YouTube video where a guy found basically every week he facts checks. He fact checks the fact checkers. Because obviously there's a couple of different ones out there. But Snopes being the most infamous. And one of their, it's not like Mythbusters where it's proven or busted. Like, no, it's confirmed or busted. They have one, actually go to their website. That might help to explain it. And I was looking at different YouTube videos and I haven't seen them all. A lot of them are nuts, like really nuts. Like this guy that would ban people from posting links to Snopes in the YouTube video comments because pretty much every video he'd ever made, they'd busted. And he's like, well, they're just paid by Soros and all this sort of thing. They're Hillary and, and, you know, they're not letting me post my theories about reptilian blood drinking. And it's just, and he's going on about how he was a veteran and he can't be crazy because they cleared the psych test to work. And he goes on about you know, giving his life for his country and risking his life. And then admits that he was just like an admin at some kind of National Guard base. Like, that's, you're not risking your life. That's your, one of those guys that Bill Burr jokes about that people get offended by who aren't veterans. Because he's like, yeah, you guys, are, you're not risking your life. You're just walking around uh, you know, on the base, you know, on the front line, why are we thanking you for your service? I mean, sure it's great, you're doing a job and all that, but how is it that much different than than someone driving a bus? Like, they're probably risking their life more for these kids than someone sitting, like they say, the remphs, the rear echelon motherfuckers, like, or Pogues is another one. Yeah, I've read, uh, Jarhead. I agree with him on that. You can't, you can thank people just because they're in uniform. Uh, and clapping, and all that sort of thing, it gets a little cringy. I want to find one where they come up with... It's called Mixed. I know, I can search it, because the one he kind of debunked... He debunked the debunker. Hulk. And he had a point. I was like, he's a little bit... He's not racist, he's kind of... One of those white people that's, like, really upset that other white people now aren't allowed to... He's not full-on. Like, he's good at couching it. Like, well, I'm not racist, but blah, blah, blah. It was Polk County, and essentially, the Snopes headline was, have they pulled over people in their county 100% of the time, were they black? That's probably the worst. I've got to find the actual, the worst way to read that headline. I've got to find the actual. Did African-American drivers comprise 100% of the traffic arrests in Polk County, Iowa? Right, that's the one that I was looking for. And it comes up with mixture. And when, when you read what mixture means, this indicates that a claim has significant elements of both truth and falsity to it, such that it could not be fairly described by any other rating, which I hate that way of putting it like It's just, that's just saying what it is like black is a shade because you can't say it's anything else. Like, no, that's not a definition. But the only part of it which maybe makes sense is it's got some truth and falsity. I don't like that. It can't be both. It can be one or the other. It's it's true or it isn't. Um, I might have to spend more time on it to find examples where it kind of makes sense. Like yeah, it's kind of true. But I think that should be more clear and just have like this headline isn't true. But if you put it like this, then it is. Because if you read this, according to the YouTube video, I'll check it now. He said that 50% were black, which means the headline, did they comprise 100% of the traffic arrests in Polk County, is false. It's not a mixture at all. Uh, What's false? The drivers arrested by the officer were not exclusively African American. Well, then it's false. What's true? The ratio departed significantly from the county's racial demographics. Yeah, okay. But it's still not true. So, I don't know. I don't like that. I might have to spend some more time on it to bring nuance nuance to the argument but I mean, the headline as it's written is not true are, you, are we just getting into semantics because they still arrest more black people than they should be but maybe but uh, uh, I don't know I'm stuck on that one a little bit might have to come back to that but we are at uh, just over 40 minutes probably a lot less once I drop out a lot of my like befuddled blank spaces of like oh my god what am I doing, I think that's mostly the points i mean tomorrow is going to be interesting if we actually make this happen it didn't last week we're not supposed to hopefully sam remembers that we've got it booked uh, vaguely around some time in the afternoon that should be interesting because i do want to talk about the whole high road of humor because yeah, there was another argument online where someone accused me of being tasteless because it was a vegan and they didn't like that i'd said you can't have slaughter without laughter was a terrible pun, but they were so upset. Like two or three people were just outraged, and one of them even screen-capped it and posted it in a vegetarian group that they didn't realize I was in. It was like, oh, again, I've been screen-screen-capped and thrown in there twice now. it's just insane to think that people could be that outraged by a play on a word. And one of the guys is like, "What's next, rape jokes?" And I was just so like, well, it's a living. There were so many responses I could have had to that. But I just thought, look, it's never going to end in any kind of outcome that results in a change of behavior. Uh, he's not going to suddenly go, oh, maybe I was a bit harsh. Humor is okay about anything. Like, you can joke about anything. He's right. And I was never going to sort of think that that was that offensive. What well, It was maybe a not a great joke, but like the argument I had a couple of weeks ago about the whole Mamakun thing where I... would Pretended to be a fan and just gone. oh my God, that guy should consider himself lucky that she'd slapped him on the butt. It wasn't even a slap. I think she just kind of poked a guy or something and he just kind of looked bored and vaguely annoyed. It wasn't clear. He's certainly never spoken up about it. Just wandered off out of frame. Uh, and all these people are outraged, and, look, she sexually assaulted him, and blah, blah, blah. And it is true that if a guy did that to a girl, it would be a massive deal. So there is some hypocrisy there, but that's just the way it is, unfortunately. And I shouldn't really just say that's okay, but it's. I just found the way people jumped on her, it seemed like they were looking for an excuse to finally nail her to the wall. And when they hate her, not so much for that incident, but that was enough for them to don't get a lot of the hate there. I mean, I don't find it particularly attractive or an amazing person but i think a lot of the bandwagoning is just purely to be outraged uh, around her i can't remember her real name but the whole thing's rather amusing and there is some hypocrisy from her because she's had to go at people for being webcamming girls and then now she's apparently doing it herself so you know no one comes out of that clean but yeah the joke that i made was pretty dumb but it was basically like you know that girl, And I'd been running this character where I was essentially some huge fanboy of hers and, and it was pretty much just because 99% of the people commenting on this friend's thread were like huge haters. And I'm like, well, someone has to go the other way. And I just turned it up to 11 and apparently that was a rape joke. And it got really awkward because I went to that party at uh, Herbert's? No, Ken Abbott's. And the girl that was really upset with me is his girlfriend, and uh, didn't come up at all. It was just a polite goodbye at the end of the party when I did see her. And that was it uh, in terms of contact. But it was just, yeah, I'm probably overthinking it. But she just, she got really upset. And we just had this long debate, if you could put it nicely, online. And then to see someone in person and just completely, it's like you're two different people. Like that didn't happen. Uh, because you don't want it to get... It's different. In person, it just to... it just feels silly to bring stuff up like that. Uh, whereas once you're online, it's like, no, this is the most important thing in the world. We have to d- argue about this for the next three hours. So it's weird, that dynamic, how it changes. Uh, yeah, the one I posted this morning, which I was going to just read out, it was a little silly. But I'm still clicking on other links, like the one that I... <laughs> and some guy, I can't tell if he's joking. Uh, I don't think he is. Dan McKinley, who apparently has his own podcast where they just play D&D. I still haven't listened to that. I think I'm subscribed. It was his girlfriend, I think, that was telling me about it. But yeah, I posted something about a study that showed that uh, it's th- the correct ways to hang toilet paper with it over, not under. Because apparently if it's under, then it picks up a lot more bacteria and stuff like that, so it's gross. And I was like, ah, it's nice to have that confirmed. And he got really serious. He's like, of all the things in the world that don't matter, this is the thing in the world that doesn't matter the most. And I'm like, mm, fair enough. Doesn't matter. He's still going. Not even a little bit. This matters less than which way you buckle your belt. And then there's more exchanges. And he's like, what? I don't flip it backwards, but I still think this is ridiculous. He's just, it just goes on and on. And I'll leave it there. I think I've had my fun with that. But there was another one. That I, I, I pulled over to write this because it was so was bothering me so much. Thinking about inserting some fact checking editorial into my podcast. Nick called out Snopes itself for being biased and fake news in a conversation last night instead of just ignoring his comment as outright fake news I went down the rabbit hole. Mostly on YouTube but a couple of well researched articles as well. Turns out most of this stuff is dead on but the occasional author leaves a verdict as unclear or a mixture when it's obviously not so. So while Snopes is not a left-wing version of Fox News it occasionally gets things wrong, or journalistic endeavours do from time to time, and as long as they retract and modify such inaccuracies, that's fine. Anyway, point being, I'm glad I took a moment to do some fact-checking on the fact-checkers, and it was fun and interesting enough to make this a regular deep dive from now on. We'll see. I'm also curious if anyone else who read this far has been in an argument online or off has actually had their mind changed by the other side, or at least tried to listen long enough to see where they're coming See where they are coming from. You might be surprised how common ground you have. Wow, I need to edit that. No one's called me out for that. I was typing it on my phone if that much common ground you have and where that can take you. Yeah, so that was it. And surprisingly, people read it and actually responded. Where'd you get the idea to do this from? I thought he would post a bit more than that. And uh, that was Matthew Guy Nielsen, another regular guy that I lock horns with because he's he's another sort of outrightest and anything that f- smacks of pc culture or pushy pushback like SJW politics identity politics he's always jumps in and, and uh throws in his two cents and weirdly i see more of it he's like a regular on the sbs facebook page constantly arguing with liberals it's kind of amusing and occasionally he just goes too far I'm like, i no. Not a 9-11 conspiracy theorist. This is from Nick. But the Pentagon footage is weird, unconvincing. Why did the third Small World Trade Center building collapse? Oh, God. You have to go there as well. I'm not going to get involved in that right now. I do have to go back to work. So it's been fun. Thanks for listening. If you made it this far, uh, it is the beginning of September. So it's a new month. Hopefully I can turn over a new leaf and get a bit more active and uh, maybe even make this more fun to listen to. I'll try and come back next week with at least an article to read and some other fresh content. So in the meantime, stay solid. This is Patrick signing out. Have a week.